Andy, I have a very important question for you. Mm, okay. um, recently, there was a guy who had a successful face and hand transplant. What? Like, and in the U.S., there have only been eighteen face transplants and thirty-five hand. Tra- I'm sorry, eighteen face, thirty-five hand transplants. Okay. This guy had both. Wow. And so far, it looks like he is surviving. Okay. My question, though, is: so if you keep transplanting different parts on him. Does he eventually become this new person, he be, he becomes, or does he lose who he was? He becomes more machine than man, like Darth Vader. No, but it's not robot parts; it's human parts. You put it's like building that ship, right? So if you remove the mast and the hull and all these different pieces of the ship with new pieces, is it still the old ship? Is it still this man? Is it still his dink? No. Wait, he got a dick transplant too. I'm saying we're, this is all hypothetical. Can, you get a, can I get a bigger dick? You can, yeah. So I don't have to rock like two inches of fury anymore? I can get up to like three? See, I, I know you're saying this. So the world knows that, oh, Andy's just kind of a, a measly two inches when you're actually still being oh, a bit generous. forthcoming. Yeah. I'm still being generous. <laughs> <laughs> to Adam and Andy. Hello. Hello. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Adam and Andy. Making funny when funny isn't funny. Okay. Well, I mean, we, we do. That is what we yeah, do, basically. Yeah, we do that quite a bit, actually, yes. <laughs> that that should be. If they made a, an Adam and Andy movie, which, you know, seems to be a lot of production companies, you know, make movies now, about hold, things that hold don't on. But before you continue that, that uh, thought, who would play you? I bet I get like Seth Rogen. You know, I would hope for Jason Biggs, and I want him to fuck a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing this? It's like yeah. almost I'm doing or being another character. Yes, exactly. No, I I think it's gotta be because like Joaquin Phoenix. Seth Rogen's like in his forties now, right? I'm still in my twenties. It can't be Seth Rogen. It's gotta be someone younger. It's gotta be someone who has a decent build but has a little bit of a belly. You know? Peter Skarsgård. <laughs> He's like 60. <laughs> what about... What no, about, it'll uh, be like the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Like, you know how, like, after he oh, died, all those actors yeah. came in? Um, but instead, it's going to be all of his... Like, Peter Skarsgård's sons are going to be playing yes, me. Yes, it's only his sons. <laughs> They're just coming in and being me the whole time. Yeah, that's the way we're going to do it. Yeah, I would want um, Viggo Mortensen. <gasps> that's the movie! What movie? I watched The History of Violence. That was off recording, by yeah, the I way. Yeah, I know, I know. So Andy and I were talking about movies I, I've watched while, um, you know, we were shut down. We'll get into that here in a second. But one of the movies I watched was History of Violence that I had not seen before. Really, really good movie. It was fantastic. Yeah, I love that For some movie. reason, John Hurt won the Oscar for his brief little thing at the very end. Or got nominated well, for an Oscar, but. It is John Hurt. Well, it's eight minutes. That's yeah. all I got. He, that was less than Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter. But Hannibal Lecter's presence was felt a lot more through that movie. Anyway, yes. anyway, 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 anyway. Um, Viggo Mertensen for you, or you, you were saying someone else. Joaquin Phoenix. 
or okay. Jason Biggs, and I want He's all three of them. If you're gonna go, such an eclectic. If you're gonna go Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus, <laughs> I want it for me, but just three wildly different actors. Okay, you know what? Because mine are too similar. Matt mine Damon. Are, mine are all brothers, right? Yes. That's that's too similar. So we need to go through different emotions while we're we're doing this whole hellscape of a movie, um, which it could be. Um, Paradise Lost, basically, where it's, it's okay. the adventures of Adam and Andy through heaven, hell, and purgatory. Okay. Well, it, there's no heaven in it. It's just the seven levels levels of hell. But I want purgatory. That's like, there's there's another paradise um, where he spends time in purgatory. I don't think it's pur- Paradise Lost. Um, well, yeah, no, like, purgatory is a part of that. It's is purgatory. it really? It's the first circle? Yeah, I, I believe that that's the first circle of hell. Man, we're we're <laughs> we're going through all these old historical texts and talking about you know Dante's Inferno, and- which is so fucking hard to get through. It is, yeah, it's it's not an easy read. No, but the ideas are interesting. How did we get to this? Because we, well, I was going to talk about that's going to be what our movie is going to play out as a podcast movie because <laughs> <laughs> production companies like, to, oh, we got to really beef it up. Got to make sure our our two. Two main characters are doing crazy things, so we're gonna have them die and then go through the circles of hell and find their way back to Earth. <laughs> I just found a replacement for Jason Biggs. Okay, good. Yeah, Jackie no. Chan. <laughs> <laughs> can you be? Can you be Jackie Chan, and I'll be Yao Ming. Oh, oh, okay. Seven foot eight. Yeah, whatever. Yao Ming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is in our Shanghai Nights Circle of Hell. Okay. I can get behind that. So Somehow so, Yao Ming is there. Yeah, so instead of Owen he Wilson, feels- it's <laughs> Yao Ming. He's, the, he's the, uh, the, you know, the charming one that goes up and is flirty and, and like, wow, I don't want to really be here. But, oh. That was a pretty good Owen Wilson. But is that Yao Ming speaking like that? Like yeah, seven yeah. foot eight it Yao is. Ming? Oh, it wow. Is. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and you got all these crazy hijinks. There you go. Okay, that's I like our it. movie. All right. So before this wild tangent, <laughs> uh, what were you going on? Okay. With? So uh, well, we have um, a lot of housekeeping to get through. Not really a lot, but some heavy stuff to get through. Okay. Obviously, it's been a while. Yes. Yes, it has. Um, for suds that aren't aware, hello, suds, man. It's been a while. But God, it has been a while. It feels good. Andy and I haven't sat across from each other in about a month. Yeah. Lots has happened between now and then. Yes, quite um, a bit. Yeah. And your very depressing solo man upload. Yeah, I know I got some flack for that. Um, it was so sad. I, I didn't mean it to be. Obviously, it was very, is mel- melancholy is not happy, right? Melancholy is sad. Yes. Um, it was a very melancholy time because people were having a very hard time at that time. People died. Yeah, I'm tired of saying that word. Um People? No, time. Yeah, okay, fair. I said fair. a lot just now. Yeah, you, you did. Uh, but uh, Andy and I went through that. I had, well, both of us had rolling blackouts. I think we were on the same grid, too, so we were going on yes. and off at the same times. Um, we also, I believe we can announce now. Uh, yes, and I was, yeah, I was going into it, but go for it. Got our second vaccine shots. So in the in the middle of recording... Uh, weeks and weeks blazers. ago, yes. Was that Beer Blazers? I think it was Beer Blazers. Okay. Uh, we, had, we planned, this is going to be our first week recording two episodes. 
Yes. We yes. were in the middle of recording our first one. I mean, um, like, and I think, Suds, if, yeah, if, if you want to try and find the cut, I I stepped in and I I snipped it pretty cleanly. You so, did a pretty so good, good job. So good luck finding the cut. But yeah. um, I think it was in the middle of the first story. Um, so there's your clue. Um, and then we got a phone call from mm, from someone someone that they had shots that were about to be thrown out, and we had an opportunity to go ahead and jump on it. So. What did we, we did. Do? We jumped on it. Yeah. Um, and that set up this whole next month of now we're planning on more shots. Okay, well now. Now let's use double recordings. Um, and So then this last week, uh, we got the second ones. And the reason you didn't see a posting last week is. It put me on my fucking ass. Yeah. Uh, somehow Adam here had no side effects from it. Maybe it, maybe it didn't like get into my body and I'm just. Dude, <laughs> floating around for, with one for me, it absolutely destroyed me. I mean, I was telling Adam earlier today, uh, today's the, the first day since last Monday. It has been eight days since I got that shot. Um, Tuesday, Wednesday, I was pretty rough. Uh, then Thursday through uh, Sunday, I was okay. Uh, then Sunday randomly, or uh, Monday randomly, I got like a massive second spike of a feeling like garbage. And then today I, um, uh, the one lingering side effect I've had since last Monday has been lightheadedness and massive severe bouts of it. That'll hit for a second or two seconds. And then oh, that's weird. Yes. And so randomly today is the first time that I've been up to about like 98%. I would mm-hmm. say I've only had it happen twice and they were very minor today. Yeah. Yeah, but, but now we're we're giving him some heavy doses of of beer, so we're we're hoping this is going to lead to calling card episode. I'm saying it now. I don't know what that means. It means like just like how we look back on Knacklebeck, how uh, we look back on Crad Joker. Yeah, we look. I think that we can now put our Super Bowl special into that too. Um, yes, you can include you know our times at the cabin. That's fine too. Those are our calling card episodes. Okay. <laughs> I'm really going out on a limb here, but you are. You are absolutely going out on a limb. You're. We talked about this before we started recording. You're setting an expectation. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> but hey, but 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 one of the uh, so we we have a whole bank of old episodes, and I I want to go ahead and say it because it's not going to come up until that episode's released. But in it, I do say congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for winning the Super Bowl. Do you? I do. It's in there. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and this all happened before the Super Bowl. We were recorded this on the same day we recorded the Super Bowl. Boy, special. that aged itself. Did it? Well, for it was weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I'm congratulating them in March. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> oh, God, no. I mean, now that we're good since we have our, our second vaccines. Yeah. Who knows when that might air? Oh, my God. I have no if idea. If it gets too old, we're just going to have to scrap it. <laughs> this is stale. This isn't yeah. funny anymore. This is, humor this humor has evolved. Yeah, and it is no longer accepting this. But yeah. what if we? What if we are trailblazers? And what if we've actually formed a new popular form? I said formed, but form of comedy that is really hip with the kids these days. I doubt it. <laughs> oh no! I don't have my button. No, no! Shit! I was gonna hit my news button, but that was gonna be. Oh, I thought you were gonna do the. <laughs> there it is. Yes, we are funny. And so make sure you tell all your friends because there's our it baby. is true. 
Um, it is true. I think that should wrap us up for news and such, right? I would say so. Um, wait, no. Um, we need to shout out One Hit No Wonder. Yes, we do. Yes, yes you're right. Okay. Um, so One Hit No Wonder, um, I think a couple weeks ago, released their rendition of the music town. Which is Music City they for them. Entitled it Music and City. And I, I love that. It's great. They had um, all new questions. Yes. They crafted for themselves. They didn't just take what we did and, and plug it. No, they did all their own stuff. Played very well. They actually um, did a lot of the focusing around like albums. Uh, and so that, it was just really interesting. And they and, also, in honor of us, drank the whole time too. Yes. And I, I will say their knowledge of music is uh, profoundly better than you or I. And they are musicians. Yes. And I mean, they know what the fuck they're talking about. I mean, any suds who listen to their Music Town episode for us, you're fully aware. Yeah. They are both incredibly intelligent when it comes to music and knowing albums, like band members' names. Yeah. Oh, I got a little bit of shake voice there. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, I'm just so emotional talking about oh them. Oh, my God, because it, it was an homage to yes, us. Yes, and it was a it was incredibly well done. It was. Yeah. I I loved how they put us, like, in the dead middle of the episode, like our oh, teaser yeah, on yeah, Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. And also, re-listening to that, we need to re-record that. To make it more relevant? Yes. Okay. It, yeah. <laughs> we definitely need to redo that. Okay. We will. Um yeah, shout out to them. They they gave us a, an audible invite, and we are accepting that audible invite. So, and I cannot fucking wait. So, look out for us to. I can't wait for us to make asses on their podcast. <laughs> but I really like this album because it's got good sound. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said I like that. <laughs> Like, like you had a direction you were going, and then all of a sudden it just <laughs> went blank, and it was just like, I like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I haven't laughed that hard in ages. God. In a month at least. Ooh. Ooh, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Please clip that. Please make that a drop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was really good. Oh, I I don't think there's anything else we need to say. No, just go right into the news. I'm not going to read. Oh. What am I going to do? I'm going to talk about my story about witches, and you're just going to keep cackling Ooh, over there. Oh, man, my stomach fucking hurts. <laughs> oh, that was so stupid sounding of me. Jesus. Okay, keep going. I'm so sorry. <sighs> okay, we're good. Andrew. Adam. Did you know nope. that witches are banned from flying above 150 meters in the landlocked African nation of Eswatini. What? Any witch caught flying their broomstick above the limit faces arrest and a hefty 
500,000, and it says R. I don't, I don't know what the R is. Maybe it's ruples, but it's probably Yeah, not. Um, yeah um, probably. Uh, according to the country's Civil Aviation Authority, there's no penalty for flying below 150 meters. Except for death. <laughs> Does she weigh as much of a, as a duck? <laughs> <laughs> what a strange... What? Yeah, so if you have... You know, any any witches flying above this certain area in the airspace, you know, fucking illegal. Stop. You can only fly a little bit off the ground, which 150 meters is pretty high, so. Yeah. Like, that's, okay. I'm just, I'm, okay. How do, wait, how do you police this? So do you You have like a, you have like a, you have your little, your little police station and you have guys up there on the roof going like, Watching for a witch, and then they see one, and then they watch it fly away. I don't know. Uh, uh, it's does, in Africa. Do they have like F-15s just somewhere waiting? Yeah, just like <laughs> fucking hovering somehow in air, just like waiting, just ready to come in and just snag a witch up. They're sitting at exactly 150 meters, like fucking exactly. Try me. Yeah. Try me. Try me, me you you witch bitch. Do it. <laughs> Dude, I'd, what a weird, unnecessary law. We should do a whole episode about stupid laws. We could call it Law Town. We could. We could call it Town Law. Why? Oh, because it's like, you know, that is a thing. People have, like, Town Law. Do they? And we just, like, kind of switched the words around. You know, you saying that really makes me want to get Timothy Oliphant on this. And be a marshal and yes. inspecting it because yes. he's been a marshal in everything. I can name at least three three shows he's been a, a U.S. marshal in. Also, that movie, The Crazies. He's a sheriff. He's a sheriff in that. Yeah, which I recently rewatched. Really fucking good. Yeah, I never saw it. It was because it came out whenever I was younger, and I was it's, really averse. Of it's scary pretty good, movies. man. Well, yeah, you would have been what fifteen? Longer, younger than that, I bet. Probably right, 10. came out came out twenty ten. Really? Yeah. So you were, no, you were probably 14 then. I was probably 16. Who knows? Um, I do somewhere. <laughs> yeah. If we care enough to do the math. Yeah. Uh, but no, there you go. Witches flying at various heights. I, I got nothing, man. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, that's like, a weird, just, like, it's just a weird thing. But you know what, though? It might be one of those things because, like, witch doctors are real. Yes. Like, because, like, in New Orleans, you can... But I think witch doctors are specifically around to combat voodoo. Really? I thought. I could be wrong on that. I mean, I'm not an expert on the subject by any stretch of the imagination. I mean... I'm not an asparamancer here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's who we need to hire to get on this case. The asparamancer? Um, Yes. That 65-year-old woman? In Scotland. Yes. Um, she needs to, we need to hire her to throw asparaguses. I want her to start in OnlyFans. Oh. Not necessarily for, oh my God. for you know, in the sexual sense. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but for. So Patreon, you just say Patreon. No, I want it specifically to be an OnlyFans. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> You're kind of setting me up there. Why, Andy? I don't know. But uh, I want to be able. <laughs> I want her to have sucks. an OnlyFans. Okay. 
where she just will like throw her asparagus up fully clothed. Yeah. And like just read it while it's in the air and just, you know, I would pay like five bucks a month for that to, to get her a spare readings. We could have done this when we did that story. We could have. But we didn't. No? But I need her. I don't care about her OnlyFans. I need her to combat witches in that country that I'm not reading right now. The landlocked country in Africa. Of Eswatini. Yeah, okay. I got, I mean, I really got nothing (laughs) on it, man. I'm sorry. I just, that's just a really weird fucking law. What a great calling card episode. Boom. Adam, I have breaking booze as of today. I'm scared. As of about three hours ago, our governor of the great state of Texas, Greg Abbott, has announced that effective March 10th, the entire state will no longer require masks and all bars, restaurants, gyms, movie theaters, bowling alleys, everything will be open up to 100%. If they so choose. If they so choose. Now, if that's not stupid enough. Oh, you have more. Yes, I do. If that's not stupid enough uh, where Texas decides, pick it, let's go ahead and open up the full state. <laughs> Is that what Greg Abbott sounds like in his press conference? I hope so. <laughs> he just rolling around in his wheelchair. Ah, hello, everybody. We're going to open up the thing. <laughs> He's an old prospector. <laughs> <laughs> but if that wasn't stupid enough, yeah. Mississippi announced very shortly thereafter, well, you know what? We're going to go fuck our sisters. We're going to open up our thing tomorrow. You open yours up on the 10th, we're going to fuck our siblings tonight. We're going to open up tomorrow. <laughs> Greg Abbott's rolling around his wits. Ah, I should have opened this shit up today. So you have an old prospector, and then you have a guy who has to make sure he mentions incest yes. in every sentence. And every, every time he opens his mouth, well, I'm going to sleep my sister, and then after I'm done plugging her up, I'm going to unplug the state. <laughs> <laughs> no COVID, yes, COVID with my family. Let's fuck. Woo! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's really uh, that's my first story. Um, oh my it's God. just how <laughs> stupid uh, the two states of Texas and Mississippi mm-hmm. are. And I, you know, I I call them stupid, and I call Texas really stupid, especially after well, last week. We're at two weeks now. We're about two weeks ago. It's been two. Okay, fuck me. After two weeks yeah. ago where the entire state shut down because of eight inches of fucking snow. Yep. And we damn near, we were minutes away from having no power as a state for months. I read that. And I don't yes. still understand how or why, but okay. We were minutes away. And then after that, after the unnecessary power losses- After the unnecessary, disgusting losses of lives. And people that, um, I guess, get their power, it's like through like a bid system or something, who are now paying 
grand Dude. or you know something crazy. Piper, the woman uh, who who uh, did uh, here we go. Shout who out. did our picture? She just got water back Friday. She was on the news. Yes, saying what? Yeah, she just got water back on Friday. She said, "Fuck Greg Abbott." Yeah. Fuck the infrastructure. Fuck our leadership. That and old li- prospector man. And I've lived <laughs> in Texas my entire life. I've never been more embarrassed of our fucking leadership than I have been in the last four weeks. Man, this is uh, this is getting real hard pressing, and I kind of want to go back to talking about incest. But <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just I, I I had to. You know, this was announced today. This is not something that I could just yeah. let go by. No, this is this is evening booze. This yes. qualifies as evening. This booze. is breaking booze. Breaking, breaking booze. evening booze. That's right. And I just. I would rather him just go wheel around up in a wheelchair, just go fall off a fucking stage somewhere, maybe break his fucking neck. I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, you've got the fucking governor of Florida oh over there. God. I like that. <laughs> Sounds kind of like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I'm not as my man, Johnny, but I like that. God bless. Where where is the governor right now? Oh, he's out in the bay fishing for shrimp with his legless friend. <laughs> yeah, what <with> fucking Dan? <laughs> but Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. You ain't got no legs. Oh, check down your ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you like ice cream, Lieutenant Dan? Um, yeah. So that's this is where we are. Um, I, I think in in a more serious. Oh my god! I got uh, Amber Alert. Amber Alert. Fifteen? You got a fifteen-year-old for an Amber Alert? I thought it was like younger than that. I guess it's under eighteen. Yeah, but there's no license plate. There's no nothing. Anyone out there near Atasca, Texas, look for a Lori Johnson. Uh, HF, fifteen years old. What does HF stand for? I've never seen that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, Amber Alert uh, throwing a wrench um, in the podcast there, but I'm done with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, what I was going to say is it is more on the serious side. I'll be more considerate. Um, it's it's tough. We, I think one of the stats was only 15% of the state is vaccinated right now. Yeah. Which is a lot compared to a lot of other places, but that's not enough. And I will say our cases have been going down. Uh, hospitals have been have because been, the process has been working. Yes, exactly. But no, let's go but ahead. I get it. And, I get it. A lot of it Kedirka. is a lot of it is like they're they're getting calls from constituents saying it's affecting my business, my ability to make money. No, you know what affected it, their businesses? It it's it's a wide range of things. Yeah, you know what really affected it? The fucking ice storm, the ice apocalypse of 2021 that shut everything down. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very strong feeling that is what is causing the sudden opening up of the state is because so many people lost like fucking pay and money for a week straight that they're now like, we have to open up or I'm going to go under. And get government assistance. So then if Greg Abbott says, hey, state's open, if you can't get business, it's your own fault. And then maybe they don't qualify for state assistance. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe that's what it is. So we just figure out what the whole thing is? Conspiracy theory. I mean, we're not a conspiracy theory podcast. 
Um, and no, we, I mean, we have, and I've been recently using the phrase half-baked a lot more often. I remember as a kid, I always thought that that meant like someone that was kind of high, but not totally high. Um, but no, actually, I figured out that it just means like, you know, if you're cooking muffins and they're half-baked, they're not done yet. So it's an idea that's not done yet. Kind of that. I, I didn't really realize that it, that's what it was. Um, I had no idea. I didn't either. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know why my mind just went blank, but thank you, Andy, for bringing that forward. It was very important. Yes, now on to your evening booze. God, I'm getting good at time. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a team effort. Shut up. It's all me. <laughs> I'm the voice and the talent now. No! <laughs> um, so I will be skipping through this to the best of my ability. Okay. Um... But I recently came across the bizarre story of a Canadian bank robber, Taylor Swift, in a mysterious plane crash in Tennessee. Is this like a, a D.B. Cooper type scenario? Nah, not really. D.B. Cooper Swift? D.B. Swift? Taylor Cooper? That Okay, I can't really keep up now. I'm, you're just frazzling me. Talk more about incest. <laughs> <laughs> but talk about it slower. Um... No, 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 no. Um, no, so there was a, a plane crash out in Tennessee. Um, and I'll, I really honestly, I guess my best way is to read this verbatim so I can get at least the first bit of it out and then we can talk about the other details later. Okay. Um, but uh, this one guy who was at the National Inter- International Airport um, heard what sounded like the coughing chug of a small plane overhead um, and... He couldn't see anyone there. The night was a long, dark story and came to a very strange end. On the ground, he heard the engine speed up and then stop suddenly when four concussive whoomps, W-H-O-M-P-F-S. Like the sound of a truck misfiring, according to a statement he later gave investigators. Alerted by the noise, he walked to a nearby fence and peered through the mist. He couldn't see anything. No flames, no firefighters rushing from the terminal nearby, so he went back to work. Sounds like we should be in the cabin right now. Yeah, but we're not making decisions. We're just kind of like sitting and walking. It would be another five hours before anyone noticed anything amiss. At about 8.50 that morning, a crew member on an airplane taxiing for departure spotted what looked like a piece of engine cowling on a runway. When a team went to investigate, they found not just an engine, but an entire plane busted up and burned out. The pieces scattered over hundreds of meters of runway and grass. Wow. Inside the cockpit, the investigators found a wow. single body, blackened and fractured beyond recognition, debris embedded in its flesh. The accident attracted significant attention in Tennessee. A phantom plane had crashed at a major airport, after all, and no one noticed for several hours. The mystery only deepened when investigators from the NTSB, which is National Transportation Safety Board. That was a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, arrived. They identified the plane as Canadian and had slipped over the border unnoticed the night before, and the pilot... Was that Doug Bobby? Maybe. Um, his name was... I can say his name. Well, he's dead. It yep. doesn't matter. Michael Callan. His fingerprints confirmed he was a member of the Windsor Flying Club in Windsor, Ontario, just about two hours south of where I was born. They need a better flying club. And he was perhaps the most famous bank robber in Windsor history. Really? Dude, this is a full-on D.B. Cooper. But that wasn't the strangest part. Among the documents investigators gathered was Callan's application to join the flying club. 
and included his address at a kind of flop house near downtown Windsor, his occupation, unemployed, and right at the bottom, as emergency contact in big block capitals, a single unexpected name, Taylor Swift. Hmm. Is there, <laughs> I thought is you were going to say something. Yeah, there's a lot more. Um, but no, I thought just, you were going to say no, something. No, no, just, mm, okay. Uh, two days after the crash, the Windsor Star ran a story identifying him. Um, a retired bank manager read the paper that day uh, in his living room in the neat brick house not far from the airport. Uh, when he came to that person's name, Callan, he said recently the hair stood up on the back of his neck. In 97, uh, this manager had been uh, the manager of two local branches of, of his bank. Um, and on December 5th of that year, he was in the smaller location running an employee seminar on bank robbery. After the <laughs> meeting, he lingered in the back for a minute, and that's when he heard it. I'll shoot somebody. Don't press the fucking alarms. I want your money. This was Taylor Swift. At first, the manager thought it was a practical joke, an employee riffing on the seminar. But when he walked out front, he saw a masked man with a gun yelling at his staff. The stick-up man was tall and slim with athletic build. Hot and sexy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wore a brown leather jacket and dark jeans. He had a laser sight on his pistol. And when the manager stepped into view, the man pointed it at his chest. The red dot settled near his heart. That holdup was one in a series involving a lone gunman, a stolen car, and unusual cruelty. Uh, this person spent 30 years as a crown attorney in Windsor. He prosecuted hundreds, maybe thousands of criminal cases, but to him, those robberies still stood out for the remarkable, gratuitous violence of the thief. In at least five robberies, although the police believe they were several more, the stick-up man barged into bank branches, pistol in hand, he taunted staff, he threatened death, he kicked and punched a female teller in the back, and one holdup, he kept his later sight on a pregnant employee's belly while he marched her into the safe. I mean, you don't rob a bank and not inflict some terror on people. But this went way beyond in terms of nastiness. There's a whole lot going on here. Good and I would God. love to keep reading. There's more? There's a whole lot more. Um, but what I can say, and I can kind of summarize it. Now, this guy was an illustrious bank robber. Uh -huh. um, took a whole bunch of money. But what they found back at his home was essentially an effigy for Taylor Swift everywhere. Oh, wow. Where, you know, this exists for a lot of different people too. I know some other people have tried to go off and like, not so much kidnap her, but like become a part of her pat or posse and like, you know, get close and always trying to become a I feel like that happens with every celebrity. With her, it, it seems to be more rampant. It's very odd. Maybe it's this young blonde girl who's famous. Yeah. And know. incredibly wealthy. Yeah, thanks to her dad. Fun fact. Oh. Her dad was a music producer, I think. Good on him. Or a big businessman, one or the other. Good on him. Um, but no, that's that's really it. So he he tried to escape to the States, crashed his plane in in Tennessee. Which I mean, you made it. So yeah, <laughs> you don't need to keep going, just land somewhere. Yeah. You don't have to Man, you're coming at me hard this week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are we in Mississippi or are you my sister? <laughs> <laughs> that, dude, that's two stories in a row. I mean, why, you know, the man was a successful bank robber. Yeah. Who apparently was obsessed with Taylor Swift. He was probably trying to get to where Taylor Swift was, honestly. 
Oh, that's one of the details I left out. You're right. He was trying to fly to Nashville. Yeah. Okay. So he was trying to get to to T Swizzle. Yeah. Um, which I would assume, you know, earlier in her career, maybe she was more in Nashville. I would assume now she's more in L.A. But okay. What do you think he was gonna say to her? What if he was trying to like swoon her a little bit, like kind of like a Robin Hood, right? Well, yeah. Like you're kind of like, hey, I'm I'm cool, hot bank robber guy. Hey, I stole from the rich. I'm gonna give to the richer. That means I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna plug you up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, cause he it's a weird like. First, you gotta get past the security. Yeah. And you have to be in a situation where she's not being gathered or taken for her safety, right? Like, there's no possible way for you to go and find a famous person and just, like, talk to them. Sure there is. Famous people go to, like, the grocery store and shit like that uh, I mean, like, a Taylor Swift level. Like, you're AAA celebrity. Like, you know, that, that's, like, top tier. Yeah, she probably has, like, bodyguards and shit. Yeah, most definitely. Especially with, you know, stuff like this and people, like, worshiping her and stuff. Like Lady Gaga and, like, her dog walker getting shot. Yeah, but what's weird, and now, of course, we don't know all the details, but um, there wasn't a whole lot of her saying, thank you to my dog walker for protecting my dogs or whatever. I guess he didn't do his job well enough (laughs) because two of them got taken. But, you know, first thing she said was, here's money for the dogs, find them. Yeah. She yeah. deals with terrorists. Oh, maybe she's not fit to run a country. Absolutely not. Man, we've, we've taken an interesting turn here. We really have. The government has gone gaga. She she lives for her uh, dogs, not applause. Oh, yeah. Boom. Got an Adam joke in there. Really good. Man, I'm impressed. You should be. I can't follow it up. You've stumped me now. Well, good. (laughs) Sure. For a second, I thought you hadn't turned the volume up. Oh, and I was just going to embarrass myself. So I'm going to tell you the first two words of this article and i want you to guess at where this this headline where's going, where going. Yeah, where this headline is going to end up at for the man uh hmm okay man i'm really frazzled here already um yeah it could go literally anywhere okay florida man robs grocery store wearing Mother's varsity jacket. Not even close. <laughs> but that very well could be a Ford Man story. Yeah, and then they just find him because he didn't think about people knowing his mother from high school and like seeing the actual year on there. Ford Man tells deputies he drank at stop signs and signals only. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not driving. Car's not moving. Exactly what he was going for. Indian County Sheriff's deputies, boy, that's, let me start that one over. Indian County Sheriff's deputies were called to a McDonald's in Vero Beach because of a car that was repeatedly bumping the car in front of it in the drive-thru. Fucking move! Get your food already! I need my Big Mac! God damn it! 
When a deputy arrived, he found Earl Stevens, 69. Nice. Nice! In his vehicle with an open brown bag, or, yeah, an open brown paper bag with a bottle of Jim Bean in it in the passenger seat. He told deputies he didn't recall bumping the car in front of him. Stevens, who only had a Florida ID card, told the res- told the responding deputy that he has never had a valid Florida driver's license. Oh, well, hold on. You're driving an open yeah. container, intoxicated, and without a license. With no license. The deputy noted the strong smell of alcohol on Stevens's breath and saw his eyes were red and his speech was slurred and asked him, how, how are you feeling? Man, I'm feeling pretty fucking good. That's exactly what it says. Oh my God, I am him. I'm feeling pretty fucking good, Stevens told the deputy, ah! according to the arrest affidavit. <laughs> my name's Earl. You ever see that show? My name's Earl. Jason Lee. <laughs> I'm 69. I plug my sister. He, uh, he named his child Pilot Inspector. Can you believe that? That's crazy. You should arrest him. Stevens told the deputy... <laughs> He had about three or four drinks, but he wasn't drinking while the car was moving. Wait a second. We're on our third drink. Yeah. Only when he stopped for stop signals and traffic signs. Or stop signs and traffic signals. Sorry, I got that mixed up there. Stevens also told the deputy he had prescription medication before he began drinking and admitted to actively drinking from Port St. Lucie to Indian River County. I don't know how long that is. I don't live in Florida. Stevens was asked to do a field sobriety test where he was observed swaying from side to side and allegedly later blew a .157. That's pretty high. That's incredibly high. That's twice high. as high as Leo Lemon, right? .157? The point zero eight, right? is .08. Yeah, so that's double. Yeah. He was arrested and charged with a DUI and driving without a valid Florida license. Deputies also say he has two prior DUIs in Missouri. <laughs> so this this man decided, I, I'm assuming that's a, a lengthy drive. I don't know. And don't he know. clearly had more than three to four drinks Yeah, uh, if he's blowing a .157. Yeah, well, maybe it is. And what if he's just like just drinking straight Everclear? Like just big pints It was it. Jim Bean. Oh, they said that. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Jim Bean. Well, I mean, that's hard liquor, so. It's hard liquor, but it's not fucking Everclear. It's not Everclear. Everclear will get you blackout in like three shots. Yeah. I have a good story about Everclear. I, Maybe I, I should save it for Nightmare Town. I have a story I am I will never tell on air. <gasps> Ooh, juicy. Yes. Let's talk more about Earl. Um, I don't know. I mean. What do you think he was, he was, he was so drunk, he, he was craving something specific. At yeah. that McDonald's. But I mean, like, you you get so impatient that you're mad at the car in front of you when it's not them that you're really waiting on. You're <laughs> waiting on the people and inside of the store. Just, like, bumping into them, like, Fucking over and over. Mother, I need my Big Mac. And he's probably, like, hanging his head, like, out the window, <laughs> screaming, like, racial epitaphs at him. And they're just, like, not leaving. He's like, yeah, you're going to move the car. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're that level of drunk, I mean, you're, you're not making you're not, words. Yeah, you're, you're just, you're, I like that. I like that. Move. Car. <laughs> 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 
know, just talking to the big piece of metal. Yeah, dude, I just move your rubber legs. Now I know I've I've been that drunk before. We've all been to college. Yeah, and after. And after, yeah, yeah, and after. <laughs> you can, yeah, you can't escape that argument. Be like, yeah, it was only you know ten years ago. Yeah. Could you imagine trying to drive? No. At two times the legal limit? No. No, I mean, like, you know how you get, you know, whenever you you have certifiably met your limit, when you need to be cut off. Oh, you know what? I should mention this now. Here, remind me. I have something to say about reaching your limit. Um, you, you, You literally can't function. Everything is shutting down in your body, you know, and specifically the motor functions, But right? that's the thing. When you get to that point, you keep going. Yeah, because you don't think about consequences. No. All inhibitions and internal intelligent thought has fucking ceased. Does not exist anymore. But this guy, how much does he drink to be able to actually drive into a drive-thru? Oh, yeah, get up to that point. Yeah, get up to that point and then still have a fairly... Intelligible so, conversation there, with this police. Bullshit thing I took. I think when I was in college, and it was talking about um, the safety of, of of handling your alcohol and like myths of of consumption. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they said is that um, you actually don't build a tolerance. That's, that's bullshit. Not true. Yeah, that's bullshit. If someone has the ability after they've you know been drinking every fucking day and then. Not even that, you know, now they're 69, so obviously they're a pro at it at this yeah. point. If you put an 18-year-old kid or a 21-year-old kid and put the same amount of alcohol in their body who have not had that experience, yeah. they might die. Yeah. So, yes, there's a tolerance side of it. And this guy who was probably like, I'm going to my Super Bowl now. <laughs> yeah, this dude who's probably got 69, probably got... 50 fucking years of experience under his belt. You're about to say he has 69 years of experience. Yeah, he's been, <laughs> he's, he's got that fetal alcohol syndrome. He he just never was weaned off it. I've been, I've been sucking back Jägermeister from a binky since I was zero. Since he was a zygote. My daddy basically came liquor he he injected his balls with the jaeger that's all he knew how to do that's why i came out so spicy oh god that made me cringe okay well the thing i was gonna say though and i didn't really have this follow-up to a a panda binds but wizard staff yes and meeting my limit oh yes okay i unfortunately was not able to meet 18. No, you got damn close. Um, and the reason is, and I've been trying, you know how you like do like an, an after an event analysis, what you did wrong, how you can I usually try it. not to. I'm usually um, rather embarrassed about those days. I, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I won't try and, and, and shoot for the moon in the future. I told you, you weren't going to hit it. But uh, suds need to hear a number. So I started right around, I think before 1 p.m., which is too late. Yeah. That's you, already yeah. too late. You should have started at like 10. I, and that was my initial target, um, 10 or 11. And I got 17. What held you back? Man, there's a lot of cook prep. 
I had to get through. We were doing like bird ends and and, and no, no, I'm not I didn't have crack a, that I didn't joke. have okay, whatever. But I believe me, the whole morning I was up, I was like, I gotta start cracking some beers. But the day beat me to getting to that point. See what you should have done. You should have driven out to Oklahoma, gotten some of their like three point eight percent beers, and brought them back. Man, and see the the thing is, is and that's what I was looking back on. I think last year. I was doing a lot more 4.8. This year it was a lot more 5.2. Oh, yeah, you were drinking heavier yes. doses. Which, I mean, now I'm like, okay, 5. Point, what is this fucking Shiner? You know, does it even say it on there? Yeah, it does. Uh, da, 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 da. Five, oh, no, that's five cents for the bottle. Um, you keep talking, I'll find it. But, yeah, I should have I should have I, I known what I was doing because I could have done 18. But there's a picture of me that I shared with you. Dude. Uh, standing on the chair. Um, Do you remember I, the first thing I said to you? I look fucked or whatever. Yeah, Something to that. Effect. Yeah, you looked fucking blasted. I was. You looked. There was a point, and I don't know why, because I was with Maddie and her mom, and I don't know why I got to this. You know, I, I wanted to stand on the chair so I could keep drinking my, my last beer. I had, I had to stand on a chair to keep drinking. Which is dangerous in and of itself. And I fell. I fell yeah. off of the chair, but I fell onto a couch. Thank God, right? Um, but from their recollection of it, they didn't even hear me fall. <laughs> they just look over and then they see me like mid-fall. And uh, as Maddie's mom likes to say, it looks like I was like a feather falling over, like so gracefully. God. <laughs> and I, I like, then they see the this big wizard staff just tipping over and beer spewing everywhere. And yeah, it was a, uh, it was a whole event. Um, and I, I got my Jersey dry clean for that event too. You looked in that photo that you sent me like you pissed the bed that night. No, but I threw up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I think last year I was very proud of myself. I didn't do that, but this year, yeah, I did. It. Well, yeah, you pounded 17 beers. <sighs> I didn't, you, I didn't even eat a lot of food. And, I should eat And more. you sent that photo to me at like 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. So you pounded like 17 beers in nine hours. Yeah. Bless you. You're was, lucky to be alive. That is, um. yeah, that's outside of my target range. I'm, I'm glad you are. Thank you. I'm glad you're around too. Um. Now on to your story number three. Yeah, well, let's just say goodbye to Earl. We're oh. going to miss him. Yeah, see Earl. Well, I mean, he's still out there, you know, sucking and fucking somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I got to open my story. I think I have it open. Here we go. 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 Oh, yeah. I'm very excited about this one. Okay, good. Arizona man. Different. Yeah, you don't usually hear it start like that. And this is similar to a story you told, I think, actually in Nacklebeck. But it's not the same story. This is different. Okay. And it has been hitting the airwaves a little bit. So this is a, a somewhat breaking booze scenario. Mm -hmm. um, but Arizona man accused of faking own kidnapping to evade work. Wow, I haven't heard about this. Coolidge police arrested a man who claimed he had been kidnapped near First Street in Northern Avenue in Coolidge to get out of work. 
The Casa Grande dispatch reported at around 5.25 p.m. on February 10th that police say they found 19-year-old. Can I say his name? I don't know. It depends on the crime. No, the dumbass. Yeah. Uh, near a water tower with his hands bound behind his back and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. <laughs> um, he told so the he police. Had, he had someone help him then. Yeah, he must have. Or like, he's like, hey, <laughs> tie my hands. Yeah. And then I just won't show up for work. That's a, so much work to not go to work. Then to just like call and be like, hey, man, I'm sick. Sorry. Um, you have to like call and be like, hey, man, like someone fucking like kidnapped me, hurt her. her. <laughs> If it's like if it's fake kidnappers calling for a ransom at his work, yeah, at his, at his job, and they're like, I don't fucking care. Just, yeah, just fucking kill him. He's a shitty employee, anyways. Um, so he told the police he was kidnapped by two masked men. He says the men knocked him unconscious and drove him around in a vehicle before leaving him by a water tower. If he was unconscious, how would he know? That's exactly his first, that's that, where that's his first fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the detectives conducted an investigation that found no evidence that a kidnapping or assault had occurred. Officers say when they looked at surveillance video to corroborate his story of him being hit over the head and stuffed in his car in front of his home, they saw no signs of any of his story being true. He also alleged the kidnapping occurred because of a large amount of money his father had hidden around town, which is also fabricated. What the fuck? I have an ad popping up on top of... My, the words I'm trying to What do you to want, New York Times? ABC, it's like the local news affiliate. Mm. Yeah, that, that'll happen. All. Maybe I'm going to copy it all. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is really fucking me up, guys. Okay, so we got the gist of the story. A 19-year-old made up a story about being kidnapped, about being hit over the head in front of his house because his dad had hidden a substantial amount of wealth through the city. Okay, I think I got it. So he was arrested... Um, in middle of February for false reporting to police, officers say he admitted that he made up the story as an excuse to get out of work um, during their interview. Um, the police say that he was fired from his job at the tire factory. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Um, online court records didn't list an attorney for him uh, who might comment on his behalf. So... There you go. Kid's an idiot. Yeah, instead of just saying, I'm not coming in today. Have you ever lied to get out of work? No. Oh, no. I'm 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 very strict on I have uh, an obligation. So much, you know, we've been talking about drinking and stuff. So much so to the point where if I've been drunk and drinking the night before and I haven't asked for the day off, I'm going in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to work in some capacity unless I know that I'm so out of it. It'll affect my performance, and then maybe I'll be like, you know, take a PTO or sure. not so much a sick day. I don't think that that really warrants a sick day because no. you did it to yourself, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, I'm very strict about going in and, and I not missing work. I have the same obligation to the point that when I worked at a call center uh, and I lived in Denton, it was in Louisville. Do you know the the like the distance? Oh, it's there? right next to each other, right? Well, they're not necessarily like right next to each other. It's like a forty minute drive, and you're on like nothing but highway. Like oh, like thirty five. Yes, stuff. Okay. And, and local it, DFW stuff sides. If and, you don't, know. and there's the bridge that goes over Lake Louisville. Beautiful bridge. The, beautiful bridge. If you remember about, it's just cement sides. About nine. <laughs> If you remember about nine to 10 years ago, there was- I won't, no, I wasn't here nine to 10 years okay, ago. Okay, well, there was a snowpocalypse akin to what we had 
okay. two weeks ago. I was in Georgia for that one. Remember the, the big one in Atlanta, but yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah, go ahead. So I, when I worked at the call center, they had a, a, a policy. Uh, if you got eight points, you were fired. But if you called out the day of, you got two points. If you called out the day before, you got one point. Oh, that's... If you clocked in late, you got a point. Oh, I hate that. Yes. So... Like, no excuses? It's just like, if you've done it, okay. No excuses. Man, that's fucked up. And because there was this massive snowstorm, like snow and ice storm... Excuse me, I'm so sorry, Suds. Because there's this massive, like, ice snowstorm... And I had to drive over bridge. Yeah. Totally frozen over. I had to leave to get to work about an hour and a half early. And I got there just in time. And I worked from 3 to 11. Oh, 3, 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. Yeah. When I left work that night, it took me three hours <sighs> to get home. Ew. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Yes. And I drove a 2001 Ford Windstar, a soccer mom van. <laughs> I fucking spun out three different times getting home. That's scary. And it took, like, dude, I was going like a mile an hour the entire fucking way because it was just solid ice. Yeah. We had a little bit of that here, didn't we? Yeah. Man, there were there were times like years ago when I was driving home, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> like I yeah. me, me and a really good uh, buddy of mine, I've mentioned him on here before, Momo. We worked yeah. at that call center at the They're same better, time. The better part of the the trio that is you, Ryan and Momo. Yes. Absolutely. Uh so I hope he hears this. We he probably won't. We if he worked, doesn't, Ryan, tell him, please. We worked at the call center at the same time and we left at the same time and we were on the phone for the entire fucking drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that was easily the most white knuckle drive of my entire life. Man. Yeah. Jeez. Yes. Fuck that noise and fuck that kid for calling out. You could have been you could have been kidnapped by Eskimos because of the recent No <laughs> shit. <laughs> no shit. I would have rather been kidnapped by Eskimos, but I was so scared of just like calling out and being fired because I had called and spoken to the manager and she said, no, no exceptions. You have to come in. I think what you can call this is a, a comedy of errors. And I've kind of been brought to light of that term as well too, mm -hmm. where everything is wrong in every regard on every level. And it's leading to this this result. This is kind of like the movie Burn After Reading. Yeah. No one's in the right there, and it just led to a whole big shitty situation. And you get yeah. to the end of the movie, and J.K. Simmons is there, who, if you remember, he's kind of the, the main CIA guy or whatever. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, so it was just a bunch of people being fucking stupid, and it just led to this. And they're like, yep. He goes, okay. And they close yep. the case file, and it's gone. <laughs> and that's it. Um, so, yeah. Don't kidnap yourself to get out of work. Just take PTO or say you're not coming in. Yeah, or just get a different job that you don't hate that much. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. No, okay, so. See, I, I, I had two mistakes yeah, there. Yeah, two there. Oh, boy. When you press the wrong button, two, uh, you down. didn't turn the volume up. Wow. <laughs> I hope you can forgive me. I always forgive you. Oh my God. Thanks. So on to our final booze Evening of the night. Booze. 
Woman arrested for training squirrels to attack her ex-boyfriend. Ooh, she sounds nutty. Yes, she is. <laughs> I sent you the picture, or yeah, I showed, showed you the picture yeah, earlier. Yeah. yeah, she looks fucking nuts. Mm. No, the phrase is nuck and futz. 45-year-old Janice <laughs> Smith was arrested this morning by officers of the Detroit Police Department for allegedly capturing numerous squirrels and training them to attack her former lover. Now, this is a, a fairly lengthy article, so I'm going to pick and choose some, some really good... Paragraphs. Yes. Yeah. The victim, 51-year-old so-and-so, was presumably attacked by the rodents on more than a dozen occasions over the last month. A dozen? A dozen. What the fuck? Yes. <laughs> He's that successful at it? How do you do this? Oh, my God. These attacks caused him many serious injuries, including the loss of two fingers and one testicle. Oh, my God. How do you do that? Yeah. Okay, this is, okay, this is a certifiable threat. Yes. <laughs> it's like if someone is able to figure, kind of like how Stalin tried to find or create the, the, the perfect soldier. Like with science? Yes, but squirrels. Shit on squirrels. Yes. This is, sounds very effective. <laughs> Dude, okay, so the woman is apparently a former circus animal trainer. Oh, okay, there you go. Yes. Uh, so uh, the way that he found out that it was her was that in a uh, statement that he made uh, regarding one of the final attacks, she was partially hidden behind some bushes, but I could clearly see her and hear her. She was yelling orders at the squirrels and telling them to attack me. <laughs> does she like, so how does that, do you like, you point or do you like have like a laser pointer and you say attack the, the genitalia, attack his hand. Dude, I have no idea. That's insane. So when she was arrested in her residence, the police found a dozen cages holding a total of 27 squirrels. They also found two training dummies with pictures of Mr. Robinson taped over their faces. <laughs> um, it, it goes on from there. Uh, but one of the, the final things is uh, one of the final statements she made. Miss Smith confessed to capturing and training squirrels to harass and attack her ex-boyfriend. She used to train lions for a circus, so it was easy for her to make the animals do what she wanted. She said she wanted, or uh, yeah, she said she hoped to raise an army of up to five or up to 50 or 100 animals. Oh, my God. To attack this man. That is insane. Have you ever been so scorned by an ex-lover that, <laughs> that you have wished ill upon them to begin with? No, 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 no. no, no. If anything, I mean, I haven't really been in many um, committed situations, and in fact, I've only been in one. Um, but um, I'm surprised you didn't shout her out. Her name is Maddie, and she's amazing. And hey, Maddie. Um, but I like that. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I've never gotten to that point. Um, I'll go ahead and say my joke now. Does she? Uh, did oh, maybe I shouldn't preface it by saying I'm going to say a joke. We'll move on. I'll surprise you with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the picture I sent you, which we, we're going to have to post. Yeah, with, we with will have episode. it on the Instagram. And we haven't posted since the snow. I posted a picture of the snow, by the way, if you didn't. Yes, yeah. I did see it. I didn't care for it. 
Oh, <laughs> just cracking up. <laughs> Asshole. I mean, this woman, in her spare time, after I'm assuming getting dumped by this guy or being given AIDS by this guy, I don't fucking know. It would have to be something tantamount to that, right? It, like, you, you, he has to do such an ill to you. To- if someone had given me AIDS, I might go out and try to train some squirrels to go bite some nuts off. Yeah. But that's literally like the bottom of what someone would have to do <laughs> to make me so mad that I would have to do that. Or you mean like the the limit? That's, that's no, oh. I'm not talking about like that's the top. Someone would have to at least give me AIDS for me to want to train squirrels to attack them. Okay, so that's your. So then, as you go higher above that, yeah, it, it's more severe uh, yeah. reparations. Yeah, go from like squirrels to maybe chihuahuas. Oh, yeah, go from chihuahuas to maybe like a leer cat. Okay. Yeah, go from a leer cat to like a pterodactyl. The lady swallowed a spider to swallow a squirrel to swallow a cat to swallow a. Dog to swallow a horse to swallow a cow. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you ever heard of the story about the lady that swallowed a spider? I feel like it just did. Yeah, I basically just told you she just swallows a she swallows all these animals to eat the animal that she swallowed, and eventually she dies. Well, yeah. But anyway, so it's kind of the same for you. You know, you just keep bumping up in in the size of animal in terms of the severity of your attack. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, what what needs to be done to you for you to train lions to attack someone? Lions? Yeah. And make it funny. Don't be like, oh, they attacked my family. Like, yeah, come on. They burned down my cornfields. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Burn down your cornfields? Yeah. You know, is this like interstellar? Is this like you're living off of the corn and this is all you have in your life? You know, like maybe if I... Um, oh, this is an Egyptian drone. Like if I had built a house... Yeah. From like my own two hands. Yeah. Like the electricity, the plumbing, fucking everything. Mm-hmm. And then someone like wrecked it. You I, would you'd put a call out to Squirrel Team 6. Hell yes, dude. That was good. There it is. See, I told you I'd that bring it back in. That was I'd good. Bring it back in. That was really good. Thanks. I really thought the joke was gonna be like, boy, she sure is nutty. I already did that at the beginning. Oh, did <laughs> I you? Can't do it again. Yeah. Oh, I, I missed that. I'm sorry. I said it sounds like she's nuts. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I didn't put. I'm sorry. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, and then, then we did the whole knuck and futz thing, and yeah. Yeah. So well, wait, do you do you feel bad for this guy, or do you think maybe he did something that warrants her attacks on him? Probably not. He probably. I, so. he, I don't think he did anything to warrant losing two fingers and a nut. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's like the story of the dude who got his dick cut off in the night by his girlfriend, uh, and then John, she threw it out. John Wayne Bobbitt. Yeah, and then she like threw it out the car, and that then get, a huge story in the nineties. And then he got it reattached and got into porn. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. Well, he lived a life. Suds, a lot of Suds may not even know that story. Just Oh, I guarantee you. I don't even think there's a documentary about it because it, it is that interesting. I think you should. There should be. There should be a documentary or a movie or. I mean, you pulled maybe. his name out of your head immediately. Well, because there was a Weird Al song about it. So that's kind of my connection to the, how I learned a little more. 
about what okay. happened there. Okay. That's that's my that's my six degrees to Kevin Bacon deal. You know, which I'm which I, I think I've told you I think I'm pretty good at. Yeah. Well, no, we know you are. I never did it on the show. Or did I? Oh well, I'm okay. I did it for Doug Bobby, but and you did. I mean, it, I mean, like legitimate. You've done it on the show before. I have. Yeah, I can't remember like where it was from and where it went to, but I know you've done it. Yeah, the one I the one I'm most proud of is, and I don't remember how I did it, but I connected Hitler to Kevin Bacon, like through film. Nice. It was like through like a Himmler film, and then you can follow it that way, or or a, a Goebbels. I think it's Goebbels film because he not Himmler, but Goebbels made the movies. But no, um, completely beside the point. Um. That is a crazy story. Yeah, and that's why I was so happy to to have. And we that need one to last. share the story. It looks like a crazy squirrel lady. Yeah. Do you think her favorite comic character is Squirrel Girl? Probably. I would say so. Yeah, he's the villain. Boy, DC has some really stupid fucking. Ah, no, Squirrel Girl's Marvel. Is that Marvel? That's Marvel. Why I thought that was DC. Mm-hmm. Boy, they both have really fucking stupid. Well, yeah. Like Calendar Man. For Batman. Yeah, but he seemed kind of cool whenever you met him in Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, he kills people in specific ways on certain holidays. Also, if you signed in and talked to him on those days, he said different shit. Aren't those games amazing? Yeah. Aren't those first two games like... The first, yes. Gold standard for Batman games. Yeah, the last one with the tank, not so much. But I am interested in the new one they're coming out with. Uh, I didn't see they're coming out with one. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, uh, you, you uh, play as like all the Robins. Oh, okay. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Like yeah. Batman is, I guess, retired or dead or something. Uh, but but you, but you play as like all the Robins. That is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and I know we're kind of joshing a little bit about Batman games now, but. Yeah, but. That's a way to end the episode right there. It is. Yeah. Um, I would say, because, you know, you had me thinking about the Snyder Cut and how that's coming out. And Are you going to watch it all four hours of it? And, and I think it's rated R, too. I mean, I'll watch it. I'm not going to give a fuck about it. And aren't they releasing, like, four one-hour parts? No. Initially, they talked about doing that. But um, then Zack Snyder was like, no, we're just going to release the whole thing as a whole movie. Okay. Um, and then, like, now there's that stuff coming to light about, like, Joss Whedon. And I guess how he's like a shitty person. Even Sarah Michelle Geller was like, I don't care about him anymore. I, I, I disassociate with Buffy now. Like, that's fucking huge. Hmm. Crazy stuff. The that's, world is knocking futz. Indeed it is. I think that's the title. Yeah. I was going to say I like it. <laughs> I like that. I no, like that. but I mean, any knocking futz. I think knocking futz is, yep. is our way to it's come It's got to be. Yeah. All right. Um, Suds, welcome back. This is it. We're rolling. Mm-hmm. We're cooking with grease. Goddamn right. Very happy about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't think there's really too much for me to do other than go to our website, adamnashandia.com. Mm. Who knows? Maybe we do some stuff up there to really yeah, add I, some more content. Yeah, I, really, and, I was thinking about that over the weekend. I, I'll write something for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you know in the no. genre that you'll write? No. Okay. Well, it, could, it, it could be creative could writing. Be, could be prose poetry. Yeah, it could be creative writing. Is that, is I, that an oxymoron? Or, I, I have done no. poetry in the past. It could be anything. There you go. Look yeah. for it um, for for uh, Andy's aberrations. 
Mm, I like that. Okay. Just came up with that. Yeah, that's good. Um, also go to our Facebook and, and I almost said Spotify. Go to our, uh, Facebook and Instagram at Adam also Andy. Um, go, go ahead. Give us a follow on uh, Spotify and iTunes. I'm sure you can find us pretty easily. Next to... We're number one on Spotify now. <gasps> For Adam and Andy, we are the number one result. Wait, hold on. There's a sound I have to play for this. Yeah. There we go. We fucking did it. We are the number one result. Yeah, well, and, and ties, ties in with uh, applause. So let's go ahead and we'll do it for applause. And everyone's laughing at the same time. Yeah. It's laughing and it's, it, it's celebratory. Everyone's so, so happy. Everyone's happy in multiple levels. Yeah. Um, I think that does it. Suds, tell your friends. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And as always, I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. Hide your kids. Hide your wife.